And this is another installation of the Queer Parents series. So thank you all so much for joining. Um, Let's dive right in. Um, What is your part, your job, your identity in the community? Hmm. Um, I guess the the identities that I hold, um, I'll leave with that. So I am a queer, non-binary, um non-monogamous black parent um southern and charlotte born and raised um yeah i guess those are the things that feel like identities that feel most important um and i I think the roles the community roles that i play are as a um land stewarding person gardening person uh i also am a a, an organizer uh mostly around media and story journalism things like that um and i i think that's all of who i am who are you (laughs) um yeah so much overlap uh also Blair, a black and queer, um, I guess, what is it, a parent, um, my, I guess my job would be artist, um, I think, but artist activist, I really enjoy using, um, I feel really strongly about using the art to tell stories, um, especially stories that um, folks haven't um, heard or maybe aren't familiar with. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And we're, bo- we're both Afrofuturists. Yeah. yeah. I forgot to say that. That's very I was important. like, oh, that feels really important in my life. I was going to say, yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I also like projecting black folks into the future. Like, oh, that's that's yeah. where we are. So, yes. Yeah. More of that every day. All day, every day. Thank you. Um, and how does this, uh, your job, your identities, um, how does that affect your wellness needs and your self-care? I think the, like my wellness needs from like, as a result of like parenting are like, oh, I need time to decompress and (laughs) just Mm -hmm. kind of like hold a thought that is my own. Ooh, and, what does um, that mean, and, though? Um, well, I feel like throughout the day, like, we are, like, not just land stewarding, right, but, like, like stewarding, like, little people. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so they've got a lot, a lot of ideas, a lot of, like, conflicts, or a lot of just, you know, just the, the day-to-day things that happen as a result of living. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, like, often riding, helping them ride through their stream, right, uh, of, of consciousness and being, and when the day is done and they're put to bed, I'm like, yo, I just need to, like, 
I don't know, like, <laughs> not think about a thing. Like, maybe, or maybe I just need to read a book or, like, mm-hmm. eat a snack. I just need to have, sit with my own thoughts okay. and go, yeah, this is, woo, for the day. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and try to kind of ground, my, ground myself uh, back into my own mind and my own kind of body. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I think similarly, I've, I've learned to appreciate quiet in a different way. Um, I think about it a lot, when it's best, especially when I'm in the car driving somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like, I used to be a person who was always like, I'm going to have the radio on, I'm going to be playing music. Mm-hmm. Um, and now there are times where I'm like, oh, there's no noise right now. <laughs> this is so good. This is so good. Yes. <laughs> so I just like ride down the road with nothing like no sound i just, feel like, that goes down and yeah. i um never really like i never it never occurred to me that that was even a thing mm-hmm. um and i would like i would hear about it like i'd be like oh people go running without music like that's what do you do you just think like yeah. what do you <laughs> and, now, <laughs> and now i get it i'm like oh yeah you just like walk quietly wow yeah <laughs> Yeah. Um, but I, I also think, you know, I right now, um, with especially with the, the coronavirus happening mm-hmm. and be like I am still a full time employee, mm-hmm. whatever that means. I feel very lucky to have a job that's like been flexible in scheduling. Mm-hmm. Um but I am balancing what it looks like to like be a a worker and a parent Mm -hmm. and a person and a partner Mm -hmm. and like also have like dates and cute conversations but not even dates because like I don't even know what that means anymore (laughs) (laughs) like this is a cute conversation I don't know when I'll see you (laughs) (laughs) oh yes more on that yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah Mm-hmm. Um, I also I noticed recently like um, I used to I used to travel a lot with work oh, yeah. and since the pandemic happened there's I've like not traveled at all mm-hmm. um, but we also just haven't gone anywhere and then I realized this summer we went we've been going hiking into water so much yeah. and that's been so great and I think it has like met my Aquarian need for mm-hmm. nomadic travel (laughs) um has also been the like met the like land stewardship need and like meeting meeting new land and like exploration Mm -hmm. um so I've been super excited about camping and hiking and I've probably never like camped or hiked or gone to as many waterfalls as I have this summer really yeah wow I think I saw my first like waterfall like ever in my life last year um and it was somewhere here in North Carolina I don't remember where it was you know in in the mountains and I was like just breathless like I just was like oh my god and and I knew I know what a waterfall looks like right because like tv and and stuff but like seeing it and like it was one of like the most like just beautiful things. And I was just like, my yeah, my partner was like, had never seen a waterfall either. And they were like, you know, I want to take you to see a waterfall. And I was like, we're going to see a waterfall. 
and I just was like, babe, 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 look at this. Look at that rock. Look at this water. (laughs) So I I definitely understand like feeling, um, feeling the need and feeling drawn to just go and seeing things and go and like experience things. And even if you have seen like a a waterfall Mm -hmm. before, even if you have been to the beach or the mountains or whatever, um, going and like being in the presence of that is, is something different, um, than just, you know, trying to have a good time at home, <laughs> which, you know, we have to, right. We have to right. have a good time at home, but like going somewhere, kind of the act of that is, is pretty important. Yeah. yeah. It's been, it's been really cool too. Cause we've, um, we, before I think I, maybe I took it for granted more, mm-hmm. um, and we've, the past few times that we've either gone camping or, like, gone to new land, mm-hmm. we've been taking offerings with us, like, land offerings with us. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, and for the most part, we've been using rosemary because we grow a lot of rosemary. Mm-hmm. And so we're like, oh, cool, like, this is a thing we're growing. It's a thing that we can ethically harvest because rosemary is abundant. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, like, it's a thing that will fold into the earth without causing harm to the ecosystem. Yeah. Um, and that's been a really cool practice to start. And I I don't know, like, part of it is because I had not thought about it. Like, I was on Instagram one day and saw someone talking about land offerings. And I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Why have I not been doing this? Mm-hmm. But it also, I think, has, like, developed. We were just talking about this the other day, how it's, like, developed a different relationship to, to like, greeting and being like, mm, it's so nice to meet you. Wow. Thank yeah. you for holding us. Yeah. Because I think, like, like most most recently, we did a, like, we did, ended up doing, like, a six-mile hike. Mm-hmm. And I just think about, what, what if the land didn't want us there? <laughs> and we're going <laughs> six miles, right, up a mountain. And the land's like, no, goodbye. <laughs> you know? Because <laughs> um, there were some risky moments. Right. In the world. But, like. I think that 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 relate, development of relationship to the land yeah. is, uh, you know, I, I think as we honor the land, the land, the land kind of like gives us that same kind of like love and grace mm-hmm. in return, mm-hmm. and you know, so it enables us to, to navigate it with uh, with clarity and to be able to, you know, like start to see. Like, I'm like, no, I can spot plants now. I'm like, oh, wait, like, oh, that's this thing. It grows Mm -hmm. in the space. And, you know, like, if I did get, you know, uh, a a bee sting or, you know, a sting, a bug or something like that, like, what could I use? Oh, this Mm -hmm. other leaf that's Mm -hmm. right next to me. Yeah. Um, Yeah, but I think that that relationship building Mm -hmm. um, is, uh, was so key for that. Yeah. Wow. I'm going to start bringing uh, offerings to the land now. That's amazing. That really is. Um, And I think I do think like sometimes like what if the land doesn't want us here? (laughs) Um, I think I usually manifest like that feels like that whenever I'm getting just eaten up by mosquitoes, which honestly is a lot. Um, I'm going to be honest. Um, It's embarrassing. Like walking my dog. I yeah, I have like five new mosquito bites and I'm like, I just walked, I had to walk my dog. Um, but I think that, um, I love that you, um, both and with the kids are learning how to build a relationship with land and, um, seeing it as something that is like 
living and breathing rather than like something that we can use to our advantage. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's where, honestly, this maybe is sounding very like hippie-esque, but like, I think that's where a lot of the problem is yeah. with yeah. what the fuck is wrong with literally the world um, <laughs> is that it's like, what can I use this for? What can I do right. this for? Instead of like, how can I develop a relationship, a, a mm-hmm. reciprocal relationship with, mm-hmm. with it? So I really appreciate y'all teaching that and, and, and living that and embodying that. Yeah, it, it, it's not, it's not that hippie-ish. I will say that, like, Naomi Klein is an author who, mm-hmm. who, like, talks about, I mean, they talk about disaster capitalism and all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. But one of the things, um, I remember they did, like, a climate documentary, and they were talking oh, yeah. about how um, more than, like, individual actions, the mm-hmm. thing that causes climate disaster is the belief system that the earth is ours to shape and and I, I think about that a lot. Um, so I, there is like, I don't know, some like a cat, like scholarship. To yeah. Back it, I guess to back it up or whatever. Um, so, you know, like if people are like, this sounds too woo, you can be like, and also. <laughs> and also study. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, also like Pocahontas. Um <laughs> Had a few songs about it, um, and yeah. I really fucked with Pocahontas hard as a kid. I was like, "Yes, painting with all the colors of the wind." Colors of the wind. You don't even know. You'll never know because you cut it down. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> that was me as a kid. I, I was a planeteer, Kalea, young planeteer. I was like Captain Planet all the way. So, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> It is. It is nice too to hear the like to hear the kids kind of reflect some of those things back. Like mm-hmm. we we went camping this past weekend, and um, <laughs> unknowingly we're camping in uh, a place with a lot of copperheads. Oh shit! Uh, unknowingly, <laughs> also not realizing that it was uh, one of the copperhead mating seasons. Oh and wow! Babies were being born. Oh <laughs> so my god! I'm so stressed. <laughs> Um, so we had lots of conversations about copperheads, but then today, and we, and we saw a baby copperhead, like, go by and everything, um, and we, and, but today I, like, heard the kids talking to each other, mm-hmm. um, and they were like, and, and you know, like, we just have to respect the snakes, because it's mm-hmm. their home, yeah. and one of them was like, and you know, they don't, they don't actually want to bite you, they just do that out of self-defense, because oh. it takes so much for their bodies to develop venom and these are all the things we had been like talking to wow, them about but that's it was amazing. so interesting to hear them like repeat it to each other in yes. conversation when yeah. we were not even around right yeah unprompted <laughs> that was re- those moments are also really like tender and sweet to be yeah. like mm, you're listening and you understand yeah and they'll they'll rehome bugs too like if a bug yeah. comes in a, a bug comes inside the house or like a, like a moth or something mm-hmm. they'll they'll you know very very gently you know kind of like try to bring it along with it and mm-hmm. go, just get it back outside. Oh, wow. Um, and it's just really cool to see them, like, not fearless, I guess, but I guess, like, reverent. It's, yeah. it's like, oh, yeah. no, I, res- I, res- I respect this thing. Teach them how right. to be reverent with each other. But, or, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's, that's the next, that's the... That's the that's next the thing. Gro- that's the growing edge. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you respect this moth, but also your sibling? Right. <laughs> 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 I feel that. Um, 
When do you uh, know that you need to engage in self-care? What are some triggers or signs for you that you need to, you know, maybe drive with the windows down and in silence? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I realized uh, like a few years ago that when, like I, I stop emoting as much when I am like, starting to experience burnout Mm -hmm. or overwhelm um like I I move I think I move more into my logic brain than I do into my like heart space um and I'm like cool like we have these tasks to do like a b and c is what needs to happen Mm -hmm. um and what I realized because a friend of mine at the time was an acupuncturist was that um, like burnout all happens along your pericardium meridian, okay. which runs like from your hand to your heart. Oh. Um, and it's also the place that runs through carpal tunnel. So now <laughs> um, I can I like can notice when I'm feeling burnt out or like overwhelmed when when I, my carpal tunnel flares up mm. and mm-hmm. when I like my body is sore because it's just like living in my nervous system. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, so there's like the, like the mental kind of like spiritual space of being in the like logic tasking brain. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I'm too much in there and like have no feelings <laughs> that I'm like, Oh, I should pause. Mm-hmm. Um, but also when my wrists are hurting really bad, um, yeah. I'm like, Oh yeah, this is, I need to like shift something. Yeah, that's you. I think for me, I know when I so I get I get these um headaches. Uh, they they are called the cluster headaches, mm-hmm. which are some of the worst kinds of headaches you could <laughs> get apparently. Oh okay. Um, and so they just will kind of just onset out of, out of the blue. Does sometimes is like no rhyme or reason, mm-hmm. you, you know, you're just walking, enjoying your day, then bam, headache, oh, okay. and I'll disappear, and I'll come back like a drum solo, mm-hmm. and then just stop and go away again, oh. um, so my, like, my head is kind of, like, has, like, a uh, penchant for headaches, mm-hmm. um, and so that, for me, is usually what starts to happen, is, like, like, my, my head will just start to hurt, um, and it'll, it'll feel tight, um, and usually uh, that will start rolling into, like, that can also be a trigger for my cluster headache. So I, mm-hmm. I, be, I become extra mindful when I feel like my, my, when I feel it, if I'm in a situation and my head starts to feel kind of, like, tight, I'm like, whoa, okay. okay. I need to, like, I might need to take a step back or do something else. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, like, the, some other things are, like, when, um, Usually, like you know, of my of my, my energy level tanks, and I'm like I'm I'm it kind of just sinks really low. Hmm. Um, is that I, sudden or is that like gradual? Um, it it depends. Sometimes, uh, usually it's uh, usually it's sudden. Okay. Um, like oh, I'm, I'm like I'm I'm impacted by a thing, um, hmm, okay. and sometimes and sometimes I know it, and there are times like I don't know it. Um, but my energy, I kind of like, oh, it'll just sink. Um, and yeah, then I'm like, oh yeah, I gotta, I gotta again, I have to, I've got to take a step back. Mm-hmm. So I kind of recalibrate and see what's going on and see when, see what kind of 
parts of me that need to get loved on mm-hmm. real quick before I can kind of keep going through the day or, you know, or how do I do that while I move through the day? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, you know, I, I think I was, I think on the other side of that too, I like, I was talking to a friend the other day about, um, like they were asking when I feel watered. Um, mm-hmm. and, I, and I think, like on the other side of that, I'm like, oh, like when I am moving, when I more feel more malleable and flexible and like like my hips are swaying differently um, in the morning, like I am more, like I'm moving more, um, I feel more, I guess, like more willing to take on audacity because I feel like, mm-hmm. like more, I feel like I have more possibilities, mm-hmm. like the times when I feel watered and so when I'm not feeling those things when I'm feeling like um like there's only like one choice and I'm super angular and Mm -hmm. like not like very rigid then I'm like oh like let me I am whatever is happening like I'm not feeling watered right now I really like that metaphor watered and not watered Okay. Yeah, because you know it's like a, well, it's very rivery. Like, I'm I'm trying to be like the river. Yeah. Just be like. Okay, Pocahontas. <laughs> the thing I think is so cool about the river is that like. Pocahontas. Well, yeah, also, <laughs> also, like Pocahontas said. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> like I, and this is the same the same person that I was like talking about being watered with. We were talking about how it's how amazing it is that like streams and rivers create mountains like that's Mm -hmm. that's amazing and how how amazing it is that like we in our lives take such small actions and like by being smooth and and being malleable and and flowing Mm -hmm. that like we we can leave such deep impact um and and really shift the world around us and that's something that like i don't know I think that's like my gender. Like my gender is like, I don't know, tap roots or something. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, you know, like deep root things that like sway in the wind. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> that was a poem. Um, I always appreciate hearing how um, people realize physically the. Um, like the triggers of like, ooh, I need to take a step back. I need to take engage in self-care. I need to lay down, drink some water, whatever. Um, because they, they do appear in like different, you know, different parts of our body. I always, me being myself in my body, I'm like, yeah, um, everyone knows that they need to take a step back whenever uh, their shoulders are up by their ears and like their hands are like doing the fucking most and you know, whatever. But like, really, those are things for me. And so it was interesting hearing um, Alicia, you talk about like her carpal tunnel flaring up um, and you use some big words. I did not know, but I did follow what you said uh, about, you know, what it's attached to and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Um, and then Mustafa talking about like your cluster headaches Um and so I, I think that that's also a good sign in being connected to your body. Because I have talked to a number of people who are trying to feel more connected to their body and not realizing that their body is like sending very clear signals saying, sit the fuck down, like sit down, drink some water, 
go in that corner. Like for me, I'm like, I love sitting in like a dark room <laughs> and drinking water and like not talking to anybody. Like, ooh, yes. <laughs> more of that yeah more of leave me alone um but yeah (laughs) exactly so yeah i think it's it's really great even though it doesn't feel good in our bodies whenever our bodies are doing the things um it's good that we're able to kind of make that connection because um a lot of people don't necessarily have that or are they're working to have more being more conscious of their body, being more inside their body instead of in their head, which, you know, yeah. happens a lot. Word. I think it's not hard, right? When you're trying to get through, like, when you're, if you're put into, like, this kind of, like, survival mode, right? Mm, where you yes. don't necessarily have the, the, the space to, like, to kind of, to, to see those things. And so mm-hmm. I want to, like, honor that, too. I'm, like, I'm, I'm glad I can, like, I can do that, like, be that introspective and be like oh this is a thing that's happening for me yeah um and so and then that, that enables me to help create like make room for the the kids to find that mm-hmm. themselves too mm-hmm. like how uh, you know like you know one of them is like get upset they go oh, i need to be alone right now i go good on you yeah right like i need to like it's, it's perfect or i want to go outside um like i want to like harmony will say i need to i want to just talk to the trees Wow, like, same harmony. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'd be talking to some trees. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She and she's got some like diatribes too. Oh yeah. She yeah, yeah. She <laughs> um, I keep trying to get her to make a zine because I'm like, yo, like these conversations you be having. Yeah. <laughs> but she's I don't know, she gets bashful. <laughs> I I also really appreciate um that y'all are teaching the kids um, from a young age about listening to their bodies, about listening to their feelings. And I think that me, a a person who is not a parent to a human being, um, but who I was a child once. And um, I, yeah, a lot of people don't believe that, um, but I was a child. (laughs) Um... Yeah, it was a phase, but, um, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I was a child once and I, I remember, um, seeing different things happening with my body. Like, um, why does my stomach hurt? Or, you know, why does, why does my, uh, why does my shoulders hurt? Cause I'm like tensing up and not understanding that, that that was a sign, um, and I have anxiety. I've always had anxiety and anxiety typically manifests itself mentally, emotionally, and physically. And I just didn't know. I just didn't have the language. And I don't think that my parents were necessarily like bad parents. I just think that they just also didn't know. Um, and so if they didn't know as adults, then they couldn't really teach me as a child to like listen yeah. to myself and, and also give me the freedom to be like, I need to be by myself you know mm-hmm. um and so i appreciate that that is kind of part of your parenting model of um teaching them these small humans how to be present in their body and and be present in their mind and their feelings and and be able to like do something about it and giving them the freedom of doing something about it cuz i remember having some conversations as a kid trying to trying to like conceptualize trying to almost like materialize 
what I was feeling without having the vocabulary and not necessarily just my parents, but like other adults and as well would just be kind of like, it sounds like you're just having a temper tantrum and you just need to get over yourself. When in reality, I was having a full blown anxiety attack. <laughs> like yeah. I was like spiraling, you know, and they were like, oh, you were just being a, a kid. I was like, yeah, being a kid with anxiety, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I think that it's, that's, I mean, that's the way to do it. That's the way to like teach small humans how to be a, a well, well-adjusted, self-realized, um, self-actualized big person. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. And it, it, um, I, I think it, it, it's definitely like a work in progress. It's not like a constant thing all mm-hmm. the time for sure. Um, and I really, we have a, a friend of ours, Shana, who's like, I don't know, an expert in children. Like okay. they are an expert in education, mm-hmm. an expert, in, like they know everything about how to like talk to kids about, uh-huh. about anything. Like it's really magical watching them like, yeah, yeah they're just like, like, like a, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're great. Um, and I remember that, like, they were talking one day, and they were talking about how, like, a lot of times as parents, we, like, a kid does a thing, mm-hmm. and we see that they're able to do it, and so then we expect them to do it all the time, um, and instead of realizing that, like, that's part of the learning, like, developmental stuff, mm-hmm. I think that's a thing I have to, like, remind myself of sometimes, because I'm like, but I have seen you, like, be so... Yeah, like, you did it once! <laughs> Yeah. You know this thing. What are you doing? Why are you? Yeah. (laughs) Um, And so I have to remind myself, like, yeah, that, yeah, we're that's a part of the learning process, the developmental process. That's true. Um, It's not. It's not like a linear thing. It's like a spiral. Mm -hmm. Also, and I also think that even as you were saying that, it made me think about how even working from there teaches us to extend that grace and courtesy to like, like other adults right yes. like it's like just because i've seen like one of my siblings do a thing over and over and over again if they didn't do a thing one time Word. you know what would it look like for me to be like but i know you know how to do it yeah um, <laughs> and they're like but i'm human and i make mistakes so i'm like yeah but uh, which, which happens sometimes yes like, absolutely like, I, I know like, i'm guilty of that and like doing that and so in that same vein as i remind myself also to like extend that to the like you know to the kids i'm like yeah let me make sure i'm do- also doing this for like just for, like people yeah mm-hmm. well and for and for ourselves for too. ourselves too yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like i remember yeah. when i like caught myself one day um talking i think we were like out in the garden or something i think it was that time harrison like pulled the like the watermelon the the no not the watermelon it was the um the sponge the sponge yeah the loop 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 yeah, yeah he like pulled it out of the ground yeah and I was like, it's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to not be perfect. Mm-hmm. And I had like been saying that so much. I was like, oh yeah, word, Alicia. It is okay <laughs> to make mistakes. You ain't gotta be perfect. As yeah. long as you can like name the thing and like be accountable to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that has really, I think, shifted both the way that I like talk to them, but also the way that I talk to myself mm-hmm. around like, being okay with not being perfect as long as I'm being accountable. Um, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Accountable is a big word. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Truly. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, 
Yeah. Wow. I love it. Um, how, how do y'all, uh, take care? Uh, and you, you have both kind of, um, alluded to this before, but, um, how do y'all take care of your mind, your body and your spirit? Um, see, I think, I think a lot of that, I mean, I think a, a great way that I've achieved mm-hmm. the kind of care for all, all three of those things simultaneously is by going into like the woods or like being at like, in like these like kind of really uh big representations of like nature mm-hmm. um like the forest right you know waterfall like those things are just very um I, don't, I guess it's like the combination of like just the energy and like the place it it it, it really does like uh ground me um mm-hmm. i think when i can't just kind of like pop on over to uh, you know uh, oh, to a boulder. To a boulder. <laughs> to a boulder. <laughs> uh, um, I try to like uh, love on what it, whichever needs uh, needs the needs it at the, at the moment. So if it's my mind needs it, um, I will read. Um, I also will like uh, sketch and draw, mm-hmm. or I might watch some anime because that is also like my like a thing. I really enjoy mm-hmm. um, for like my like body. I will, will get in the garden and start, you know, like weeding, you know, plant like planting whatever. Just getting my hands in the soil mm-hmm. and like kind of uh, reconnecting to like the idea of uh, of patience and kind of temporality as like a as a resource. Mm-hmm. Um, or not, but not just for like, for like, for like fiscal things, right? For like, for for self, like, I can use this time to be slow. I can use this time to, to you know, to notice what's happening outside of me, as well as inside. Um, and say from a spirit, um, I, I think, um, yeah, for spirit, I think that is like uh, my art making. Um, mm-hmm. That it is, it is very much like church for me, um, where I kind of am like communing with like ancestors and mm-hmm. and al- alchemizing whatever whatever ails me, you know, or just kind of calling in things that uh, that I need, uh, yeah, spiritually. Why are you a better person than me? Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I sleep. I, sleep is so important, I though. I listen to trap music. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm Mm-hmm. Um, 
but uh, my former therapist was like, okay, and then what? And I was like, well, I'll figure it out. But like, at <laughs> first, first, I need I'm to rest in my mind. <laughs> yeah. I feel that. Yeah. yeah. So uh, more of that, more like laying around. Um, I do also, it feels important to like get outside and get in the yard and like do things in the yard. That's when I feel best. I think like my, my body feels the best after doing something that like makes it really tired and sweaty. Oh, yeah. And I I really love that feeling. Um, And there's like a little bit of like soreness to it. Um, And then I also love just like getting in the shower or bath afterwards and being like, this is so good. (laughs) (laughs) Now I am clean again. Yeah. um, But I I really like to sweat a lot. I I like the humidity a lot. Um, I also, I really like, like going to water for sure is something that's very healing. Um, so I'm always like searching for, for water to be around. Um, and, and I, I think just like having people in my life who I want to be there, um, like that feels important and, and checking in with folks. I think that's like the place the like social self care is my like biggest growing edge maybe. Okay. Um, Cause I, it's easy to be like, I'm just going to like be productive and be a parent and be in the yard and mm-hmm. like, and those things can take a lot of like gardening is a lot of work mm-hmm. and care of um, kids is a lot of work. And it's easy for me to get into that space. But I, I've been trying to remember to like call people or like, be like be more chatty or (laughs) those kinds of things Mm -hmm. and that's felt really good um to like lean more into that space do um do y'all um engage in self-care at any point with the children or is it always without i know you talk about like going to water and like Mm -hmm. essentially traveling with the kids um is there anything else, I guess, that y'all kind of do to take care of yourselves and take care of the kids at the same time? Yeah, I think some of the, um, a lot of it is movement-based, like, as I'm thinking about it. It is, like, walking, like, we'll walk around the neighborhood together. Mm-hmm. Um, Mustafa will jog with them sometimes around the neighborhood. I am not a jogger with them. Uh, but <laughs> I'm here for the walks around the neighborhood. He's going to know how to burn up their energy, that's all. I, yeah, it, and it works. It does work. Yeah, it's a great tactic. Um, so like that, those things I really enjoy. I also really enjoy um, one of the things that I really love about like being around kids so frequently is the way that they bring me into a place of of play more often, um, of just like pretending or being silly or like doing like stupid things uh, <laughs> or telling stupid stories mm-hmm. <laughs> like, um, and so I uh, sometimes Mustafa does not back me up in my no, storytelling no. to the children okay <laughs> it gives me a lot of joy so, um, I, I will not I will not take away from the story but I will not add to the story <laughs> I'm merely a spectator. <laughs> I may or may not have told them that Snoop Dogg was their great grandfather the other day. 
that's your grandpa. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so I was like, I'm going to bed. <laughs> um, I love it. <laughs> yeah, so that, like, <laughs> hanging out with them is great because there's just, like, a lot of play that happens. Yeah. Um, and in the before, we would go to places like Discovery Place or go oh, to yeah. the parks mm-hmm. or, like, go to the, what is it, like, Discovery Kids. Discovery Kids, yeah. Um, and the, I really enjoy going to, like, some of those spaces together because mm-hmm. then it really is just a lot of play. Um, and and I, I really enjoy that because then we're, like, building or, like, making, and that's mm-hmm. also cool. Um, we've also, there's been, like, times where, and I think y'all do it more, like, making art together. Yeah. I do, like, some collaging with them, but y'all do more sketching and other kinds of things. Yeah, well, like, yeah, we've collaged, we made, we've made, co- made comics, um, mm-hmm. yeah, made, uh, some, like, cardboard, cardboard sculpture, mm-hmm. um, yeah, what else have we made? Yeah, we've made a few things, actually, I mean, honestly, they, I'm infinitely, always impressed by all that they do, like, mm-hmm. the, like, oh, I'm gonna take this, like, this old cereal box, and now, mm-hmm. and now it is a shield, and I'm gonna use this part as like my gauntlets, and this part. For, I'm like, okay, <laughs> and we'll put the time in to like to make it to make it real. Yeah. Um, which I just I'm like, wow. And then we'll come up with a whole story. I'm like, this is this story's got layers. It's got it's got some it's got some drama, right? It's got some like <laughs> it's got some real like some real some real you know some real heart there. I'm like, you yeah. know, I'd watch this. I'd watch this on the right. on the silver screen. Like, it's great. <laughs> Um, and they just will like, but they, they do it so seamlessly and mm-hmm. like, I'm like that level of, of uh, play and imagination mm-hmm. is like, is, 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 is goals. Like, I'm yeah. like, I, like, I'm sure I used to be there. Right. Like, and I, and I think in some ways, like, like, as I'm like making, making art and shit, like I, I am doing that, but like, mm-hmm. I feel like the way they do it is just so like, it's so easeful. Yeah. It's so easeful yeah. and mm-hmm. like pure and just like, just like, again, like see, well, two seconds i'm in it and they're yeah. just in that stream and just yeah. ride through it i'm like mm-hmm. wow you just made a whole narrative mm-hmm. around this like, paperclip like yes you, you yes just, like, dang like we yeah. need more of that yeah they're also there i mean and i think it i i like i don't know how much of this would have been the case like if we were not the people parenting them but they're they're also they are like super land oriented kids mm-hmm. like they they have different roles they play like in the garden and in the yard like Harrison is like wants to like cut things build things super here for power tools mm-hmm. like a whole will move a wagon of bricks like Harrison, oh, wow. Harrison is like your guy like, <laughs> like you need you need to move some heavy shit. Harrison will figure it out. I love that. Um, and and like, um, how old is Harrison so that it, it is uh, more solidified? Um, oh, Harrison's six. Yeah, okay. So Harrison is not like a prepubescent kid or anything like that. Harrison is a young one. Yeah. And definitely moved. Like, I was moving, um, I think it was like eight or nine like cinder blocks the other day in a wagon and they definitely pulled it up the hill and i was like that's cool (laughs) and then the second time we did it together and they were like this is so much easier i was like yeah Yeah. (laughs) um so like harrison is super into like all of that hayden is like 
Hayden is like too creative and like a dancer and like their attention span is not great so mm-hmm. they're like really here for like pops like when you need something like high energy and a burst of energy they're really <laughs> here for it but what they do love is they love like they love the process of like crops growing and being able to harvest them okay so they'll go and like they found the other day found all the peppers that were ripe all the cucumbers that oh, were wow. ripe and harvested all of those things uh-huh um and are like super interested in that and then Harmony, like, doesn't really like to be sweaty at all. Mm -hmm. She is not, she's, like, not going to be outside. Harrison and Hayden will stay outside, like, all day Mm -hmm. and get sweaty. Harmony's like, eh, I'll I'll be out there for a little bit on the swing. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But she is also really, she's, like, really into um, flower, like, flower bouquet making. Oh, yeah. and yeah, really great arrangements. So yeah. like, and then also she started learning herbalism this summer. Yeah. Um, and so that's been really fun to do together. She makes like, like bundles, right? Like bundles yeah, now. Yeah. So making smudge sticks and yeah. then like she learned how to make candy with lavender and learned how to make like simple syrups and rose water and stuff like that. And um, like doing those things together has been really fun. That's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. I think that is like, that is like, that's the self care too. Like, mm-hmm. like doing those things, like making, yeah, making a ma- maple lavender candy. With yeah. It's like, and then watching them like light up and like, like this is the best thing that they've ever, like this is mm-hmm. like the, 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 the brightness in their eyes when they're mm-hmm. doing it, mm-hmm. it, it's like one, it is truly one candle lighting another. Like, yeah. I, I'm like, I'm like, Thank you. Like, this, yeah. is, this is, yeah, this is great. Like, I appreciate this thing right now. Yeah. And that, rem- that reminded me of how, like, they love to cook. Mm. And that's a thing where I'm like, there are some times where, like, <laughs> for my wellness, I'm like, I need to be in the kitchen alone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there are some times where I'm like, yeah, come help. Um, and, and they're, like, pretty good at it. Like, they're great at just, like, being safe. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like being around like because we've talked a lot about like safety around like hot oil or mm-hmm. with knives or things like that um and and I think they've had a fair share of like they haven't like knock on wood they haven't like done anything wild in the kitchen mm-hmm. um, but they they like are pretty good at like cooking and helping out in that way mm-hmm. um and so those things are really fun to do together too mm-hmm. it's fantastic I think that also is teaching them in a way how different ways that they can take care of themselves. Like also like literally being like learning how to cook, but also just like, hey, you know, you recognize that maybe like being out in the garden isn't like your shtick, but you can take the things from the garden and you can make food or you can um, make smudge sticks and stuff like that. So I think that that's pretty neat that um, they are learning just different things that they're good at besides like oh you're a good reader and you can do math well right Um, right so yeah because that's i mean sometimes that's all some people have and it's just like yeah yeah, academia is like here it exists but also (laughs) what else can you do right Um, so yeah yeah it is it's aspirational in some ways for sure And what is something you need to improve on in self-care? I, I got mine. Okay, go for it. Let's, so mine, <laughs> the thing I need to work on or improve in my self-care is not feeling guilty about it. Ooh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Why do you feel guilty? 
think I feel guilty because as I, I oftentimes think about, like, even I go through a day and I do tons and tons of things, right? I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, kids, cooking, cleaning, garden, all that. Mm-hmm. And then I look and it's like still, there's still things, there's still things I could do. Okay. Right. I look around. I'm like, oh man, that's like I didn't. I, I got most of the dishes. I didn't get all the dishes. Mm-hmm. Um, that that part of the floor I could sweep over there. Um, and I sit down. I'm like, I'm I'm tired. And this is part of me that that creeps in. I'm like, you should be doing more. Um. And I'm like, but I'm <laughs> and like and my my current therapist is like, no, it's okay. Like <laughs> it's so it's okay. You don't mm-hmm. have to like you did the things. You did it. It's yeah. okay for you to like sit and like rest and like and yeah I mean and that's a that's a whole nother thing to unpack but um yeah I just I the thing I'm working on is like not feeling guilty about like nah I'm gonna sit and I'm a I don't know eat some ice cream Mm -hmm. or I'm gonna just (laughs) doodle in this book or I'm gonna watch this one episode of this cartoon I really like Mm -hmm. I don't care um (laughs) and I feel bad yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, I am always in the practice of like being better with boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I like definitely experienced that, I guess, very um, traditional uh, working in a mission driven organization thing where I care about the like the work that I do. Mm-hmm. Me- that I'm not always great at saying no and having boundaries there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think about that a lot. One, and, like, not wanting to, like, teach, like, overworking or not having boundaries, but also just, like, wanting it because it, it ends up making me more tired um, because it is, like, it feels important mm-hmm. and feels good. And then I'm also, like, okay, but now I have, like, no time for other things. Yeah. Or, like... <laughs> I, I just went to like five back to back meetings and I did not use the bathroom or drink water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those kinds of things. Uh-huh. Um, and it, and I like, it's like that, like that logic brain thing where I'm like, I know that I don't need to do all the things mm-hmm. and I know that I can like deprioritize things. Mm-hmm. Whether I feel like I can deprioritize mm-hmm. things. Right. Or say no is a whole different story. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's like, it's de- I'm definitely better at it than I used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's something, I think that like feeling of, of like not doing enough mm-hmm. is something that it is a hindrance to my self-care. Okay. And it, it comes up in like different places for sure. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of the... Okay. Hmm? Oh, what were you saying? I was saying that I, I hear that as kind of a, those, both of those things, like feeling guilty um, for engaging in self-care or for needing it sometimes um, and boundaries um, around like, you know what? I'm not going to do that. <laughs> or maybe I will do that, but I'm not going to do that today. Um, and I think a lot of people feel that. Do you think um, that these are things that we are socialized to feel um like socialized to feel like you should feel bad about sitting down whenever the floor needs sweeping or um 
or do you think that these are just kind of like natural things that we feel? I think it's socialized for sure. And I, I even see it, like I do some of that noticing in the way that we parent and we, we talk about it a lot and like, we'll be like, Oh, like we need to finish like cleaning this room or something. Mm -hmm. Um, and like on surface level, that's not like, sure. Like you start off to clean a room, you just finish cleaning the room. Um, but I also realized that that is a, like a habit I've taken into my adulthood where I feel like if I start something, I have to finish it then. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it makes it so that I don't always start things if I can't finish them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I think about that a lot, that, like, how do we create space for pause? Like, to, like yeah. especially with, like, this remote schooling right now, um, like, Word. the kids don't always finish their work at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And I could be like, well, well the, the day ends when you finish your things. Yeah. But instead, we're like, this is, the, the day ends at 4 o'clock. Yeah. Like if you don't if you don't finish it, you'll get it finished later. Yeah. You should try to finish it, mm-hmm. but if you don't, we're still stopping. Yeah. Uh, and so I think those are some of the things that get socialized. Mm-hmm. Um, and also like the way that like our self worth is tied up with our productivity. Word. Oh um, yeah. <laughs> Woo. Yeah. 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 That's another thing that I hear a lot. Is just yeah. like. I didn't get, and, and I was I'm kind of talking to you about it like a little bit before we actually started recording of like, oh, I had a great day today because I got this many things done, right? Instead of like, I tried my hardest. Did I try my hardest? I absolutely did not try my hardest, I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> but I got the shit done and I'm, I'm getting paid, so it's fine. But like, I, that is like such a huge thing of just like, well, I didn't get anything done or like, you know, I don't, um, I don't deserve this. It's like that um, instant gratification, delayed gratification kind of thing. I don't deserve this like ice cream and sitting down and watching this cartoon because I didn't I didn't earn it by sweeping uh, and cleaning the kitchen, you know, all the way. I didn't finish the dishes. And yeah, that's I mean, to tell yourself that you don't deserve literally something that is sustains you and that is good for you simply because you didn't do a thing where like it's not the end of the world like obviously like there are some things you should definitely finish right like (laughs) out of safety right like if you drop a bunch of nails on the floor you should definitely pick up all the nails you know but (laughs) you know like the world, like, your house is going to be fine if you don't, like, if you don't dust today. Right. It's, you're going to be fine, you know? Um, and so I think, yeah, that, that is, that's such a huge thing of just, like, that productivity. And, and, and that's, you know, that's a result of, like, like white supremacy. That's a result of capitalism, which are basically the same thing. And, like, that, yeah. And so... It makes you, our value, our value and what we deserve and what we don't deserve is so deeply tied into our productivity or lack thereof. Um, And that really fucking sucks, you know, to to feel like you don't deserve. Because white people are audacious. (laughs) If they have anything, they have audacity. (laughs) Honestly. (laughs) Yeah. No, I agree. I, I I just you know I I saw that from a lot of like 
uh, I think as well, as as you were saying that, I'm like, oh, what are some of the examples of that I saw uh, growing up? And I, you know, I saw that with like a lot of the uh, adults in my life who were very very much like, and it, and it comes from this place of like, where it's like you're socialized, but like indirectly in a way, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, um, no, no, I've got to create, I've got to create. Uh, a house and home and shelter for these mm-hmm. for these children, right? Or I've got to do I've got to do X Y Z. All these like all these other folks are mm-hmm. like depending on me, mm-hmm. and so this is the idea of like if I stop, right? Mm-hmm. If I stop, then then that's it. Like the other shoe drops, and then mm-hmm. you know it all it all comes apart. Um, and I think that you know it, it's a you know, the things we kind of, like, say directly and the things we do, all those things are things that get kind of, like, generationally, you know, passed along. Mm-hmm. So I think that's how, I think that's how I ended up taking that on, um, where I'm like, how oh, can I make sure everything's good? Mm-hmm. You know, gotta, gotta, gotta dot my eyes, right? Gotta make mm-hmm. sure everything's But, you know, it's, it, it's not. It's definitely not in the world. And logically, I know that, mm-hmm. right? But, like, the, the what do you call it? My, my therapist says says you have your, your logical mind. Brain. Yeah, the wise mind. Your wise brain is like where your logical brain and the emotional brain overlap. That's the wise Ooh, brain. Ooh, okay. Right? But like the, my emotional brain is like, but if you don't do these things, then <laughs> then 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 uh you know go goes going through iterations it's like of a dystopian future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you know, I have to. So I have to. No, I work on combating that narrative internally mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I don't want to like again I logically understand it, but and, and like I don't want to have that be a part of my like it's exhausting. Yeah. It's exhausting to have to do that. Yeah, like I'm already fighting like you know I'm, I'm fighting white supremacy right and now. It's like trying to like now it's trying to take up space inside my brain. Mm. You know I'm like I gotta fight you here too. That's yeah, like, that's yeah. Like, I'm already tired. Like I'm, I'm so just, tired. I'm so tired. <laughs> Like, I'm yeah. so tired. Like, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. What um, What are some things that you excel at in self-care? What? What? <laughs> what were you expecting me to say? I don't know. I was going to say, I, 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 like, I, I, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't want to speak for you. Go for it. Go for no, it. No, what you, what are no. Ooh, are you, wait, 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 wait. Are y'all gonna do it for each other? I don't. I don't know. I was not prepared. For <laughs> <laughs> I just, no, I'm sorry. I thought you were gonna say the thing I was thinking about. Okay. What's the thing I think you do? <laughs> Mustafa was like, <laughs> and now. <laughs> so what I was gonna say is one of the things I think you do well for your self care is like you you take naps and you like you just give yourself no 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 for like what I think that's great. I was actually like, thinking about this though. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yes. All right. Yes. Vindicated. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, you take naps and you and you uh, create these moments of rest for yourself, which I think, mm-hmm. is, you know, just pick, piggybacking off the thing we were just talking about, right? So fucking clutch. Like, this shit is so important. <laughs> like, you create moments of rest for yourself where, like, you know, to to bring yourself back, to, to create this, like, pocket of, like, you know, healing energy that you can carry with you, mm-hmm. right, for the next few hours or the rest of the day, you know, what have you. And I think that's really cool that you're you're so intentional about nope, taking a nap, it's going down. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, right now? You're like, yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Nope. I love it. 
That's true. And it's like, and 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 you you do it so unapologetically, and I'm just like, every time you do it, I'm like, that's really cool. (laughs) It's true. Mustafa has commented many times, especially, like, so we we have the day split up and, like, six-hour shifts, I guess. Okay. So, like, one of us will be, like, the worker for six hours, and then one of us is the parent for six hours. Mm -hmm. Um, And (laughs) they often will, like, walk out of the office when I'm the parent, and they're like, oh... You just, they you were just taking a nap. Okay, cool. Like, yeah, you just took a nap right now. All the kids are awake. Here. Listen, the house is safe. The kids live here. Right. Take a nap. Yeah. I do. I like I like prepare them for it. I'm like, listen, y'all. I'm going to sleep. <laughs> they know where Actually, to find you. Day. The other day, Harrison was like, Auntie, don't you want to take a nap right here on the couch? I was like, no, I'm good. I'm good. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. And it, my, my favorite story, though, the other day was I was like, um, this might be like, I don't know, TMI for your, your podcast. I don't know. Uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's probably impossible, but try me. The other day, I was I was master napping <laughs> and like masturbating before napping. Obviously, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I like heard a kid walking towards the bedroom, and so I paused <laughs> and like pretended to be asleep. One <laughs> 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 of the kids opened the door and they were like, and I was like, "What's up?" And they were like, "I'm sorry for waking you up." I was like, "It's all good. What's, what do you need?" <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're living the dream. Right. I love an afternoon nap, and I love if it incorporates masturbating. That's a it's a good time. <laughs> Last night I tried. Um, I don't sleep particularly well. Um, like I don't really sleep like all the way through the night. I'll like wake up or have like fucking weird dreams. <clears throat> and so last night I decided to like try a new like recipe for sleep. Um, that involved a little bit of green, that involved um, two melatonin gummies, like normal. Um, also, I went to the gym yesterday and was like just so tired because I hadn't, I haven't been going to the gym for like six months, and so I started going like two days ago. And um, and I was like, Kalea, I really want to ensure that like you sleep all the way through the night. You know what's gonna really do the trick? You're going to masturbate. And so like it was like the cherry, pun intended. On, <laughs> it was like the cherry on top, right? Because I was like beat, right? Like I was tired from the gym. And I was like, God, I'm so fucking tired. And I had like done like all this work. Um, like at home, I was like working on just all this other shit that I do. And then like, I was like, ooh, I'm a really like, this is going to be some good sleep. And y'all, it was some very good sleep. Yes. I like nutted. And then I was just like, I'm done. Let's do this. <laughs> like, so listen, sleep, like masturbation and sleep are just like very close, um, near and dear to my heart. Cause I'm like, if I can't fall asleep, then I probably just need to like get a, get a quick nut and yeah, yeah good. so not tmi <laughs> it's true it's true it's like it is the best sleep it's great, it's great. 
But I'm like, you know, I, I'm like, only I'm only gonna have like this 45 minute nap, and the sleep needs to be deep. I yeah, <laughs> you better dive right in. Like, don't like with that muck, fuck around with that. Like, close your eyes and like visualize yourself sleeping. Shit, right. just like nah, nah. do what we know works. Absolutely. It's about efficiency, you know. Right, like, right, I'm just right. like <laughs> trying to live my best life here. Right. Yeah. My best sleep life. <laughs> yeah, it was great though. I was so happy that they walked in and were like, "We're waking you up." <laughs> Meanwhile, I was just like under the covers. <laughs> um, yeah, one of the things that Mustafa's really good at for their self care is. They really are good at, like, their creation process and art process and, like, just going into that um, and being there. And and I'll be like, oh, what are you doing? And I'm like, and and they're just like, so they also are unapologetic about it because they're like, I'm making things. Do you, is it okay? And I'm like, yeah, it's cool. I was just curious. <laughs> yeah, I definitely, I definitely think, like, being staying like right now they're doing a mural residency and so like staying in that space later um and like talking to folks and talking to other like artists and creatives and stuff like that Mm -hmm. um you're also like you're a lot better at like maintaining relationships you're like really good at maintaining relationships but like a few like you're good at like having a few deep relationships and like actually checking in with people on a regular basis and having conversations on the phone and like having text threads and things like that you don't always answer text but you're really good at the phone and i'm like i'm like oh wow that's pretty amazing because i haven't talked to that person in like a month and i do know them (laughs) i feel that though yeah i'm i'm with you there alicia like i'd be like i love this person so fucking much i have not talked to them in two months yes and all i have to do is text them they'll text me back yeah I'm trying to be better about that, but then I also just my anxiety is just like, so you just gonna you just gonna start texting them out of the blue now? And I'm like, right. yes, I, I think these like these things. I'm like, I'll make it, I'll make up all these like ideas. I'm like, yeah. but these are my folks. Like, honestly, yeah, like, the way I come at the narrative is like these are my folks, right? Yeah, and and I think when like I have one friend, my friend like April, like she that she's she's family, mm-hmm. like. They will. They can like. They can text me like. They like. They fa- like Facetime me from like the toilet. But like, you know, <laughs> and like, I'm like, yo, what's up? Like, yeah, yeah. And, it, and it's cool. Like, and I think that, like things like that are like they'll like send me can send me like a a gift because they were at they were at some they were at some gallery and saw mm-hmm. something that looked like I don't know like a like a, a unicorn dick horn or some shit. <laughs> they'll send it to me and be like, look, rainbow. Uh, <laughs> you know? and, and I'll, I'll respond back, like, LOL, and send something. Like, those kind of things where we are not, like, I don't know, when folks feel free mm-hmm. um, and can be, like, again, to, like, and then sometimes they won't message me or I won't message them for, like, months, and then they'll message me out of the blue. Yeah. Or vice versa. Like, I think that, like, holding that um, that common thread of, like, what it means to be, like, kind of, you know, in relationship to each other, in community mm-hmm. with each other, what have you, um... I think when I remind myself of that, then that is how I get kind of overtake my anxiety and go, mm-hmm. let me just, I'm just going to message this person. I'm yeah. Just give them a call. Yeah. It's like, it's, you know, it's this person, right? It's, yeah. It's Alicia. It's clear. Like, you know, yeah. that'd be cool. You know? Yeah. 
And also I think like extending that grace to other people is something that I personally am trying to do. Cause I'm like, I mean, yeah, I could text her, but she could also text me and she hasn't texted <laughs> me. <laughs> and like, but I'm like, Oh wait. Okay. So we're actually all experiencing the same fucking global pandemic. Okay. States are on fire. All right. It's like, and so then I'm like, okay, you know, like she's working, she's, uh, she has like a new girlfriend, you know, like she's experiencing life and how, how fucking ridiculous of me for getting mad that, you know, like I'm not the center of her. Why would, why would I be the center of her world? That doesn't even make any sense. So yeah. So yes, getting over that anxiety of like, sorry, I haven't two months you know but also yes. yeah that's yeah. uh it's cute um, <laughs> anxiety right, makes us feel like cute things of anxiety where you're like and i hope they don't hate me and yeah like, and i'm like I'm so know that I, love that. I really like you a lot though yeah <laughs> yeah like so much <laughs> i would love to hug you do you want to come over so yeah. sorry yeah so that's definitely um i think that's really neat that you know one, I think it's adorable that y'all were like, let's let's tell what the other does well. Uh, <laughs> but also um, just how different, you know, and, and how like unapologetic you are about, what did you call it? Your master napping? Yes. I'm going to start using and, and, that. Right. <laughs> um, napping and creating your art and just staying connected with people because that definitely is... Um, I think an aspect of self-care that sometimes is overlooked. I think people are like, I, I need to be in my room by myself painting or whatever. And it's like, no, like being with community is part of self-care. And that's one thing that actually heals and builds community is us being able to take care of ourselves like in self-care, in a self-care way um, individually. Um, because if you are healthy, then you're going to be able to have the the good warm fuzzy connections that you can have and important connections that you can have with your community um that's kind of my did not mean to bring out that soapbox but <clears throat> yes no yeah, I said on that. more soapbox more soapboxes <laughs> um but yeah oh my dog just did a very cute thing and now she knows it so she's staring at me all right look away um okay so we did it, and um, are y'all ready for Manifestation Mash? Yeah. Um, so <laughs> Manifestation Mash is a modification of the kids game, Mash, where you choose, you basically are kind of predicting your future. Um, there are four different categories, but instead of um, having things that you do not want, in each category, all of the things, all four of the things in each category um, are things that you want, that you wouldn't mind having in your life. Um, Leia, please stop. Um, but yeah, so the first category, okay, did y'all watch Pose? No. Okay. There's like- I've, I've like watched an, like half an episode. <laughs> okay, that counts. So there is um, Pray Tell who um, introduces the category um, of like that particular night 
in ballroom that particular event and he always says the category is and i just <laughs> every time i do this i think of that and i want to like say it that way so that's really it um i'm yeah ballroom is really fucking amazing actually it, yeah like honestly truly and i'm like oh we did that oh yeah. cool, cool, cool created a a whole culture that like okay created a whole culture to the point where like it's 2020 now right and we're still using like sayings we're still using like idioms from like ballroom culture in like the fucking 80s Weird. like huh Weird. it's amazing yeah. and like it's like it, like the, some of those sayings are like mainstream and I'm like but this was like literally created by a group of like black and latinx queer folk Word. and then i'm like you're Word. welcome world yeah <laughs> please be made, like, and it, please and be nicer created, like institutions yeah like it was like people made institutions people made organizations yes people yeah uh. that are like are still ongoing yes yeah and like now those people are like advising folks on pose oh my god or have you seen there's a reality show it comes on hbo max or hbo and it's called legendary and it's a reality show where different houses compete and they have like the same categories like right like they have like voguing they have like best face and best body and like each house has like five people in it Mm -hmm. and they they compete like like literally like a, a ballroom and it's so yeah and megan the stallion is a judge <laughs> no i have not seen this yes it's amazing the costumes the dancing it's like it's like just i, I don't know how long the episodes are like 30 minutes yeah. or something where you're just like gasping uh-huh. and like you're just being like you're i i just turn like my queer like queerness like is on like a hundred at that point like i'm just like yes we love to see it yes queen pussy all over the floor and i'm like who am i (laughs) but like i can't it's absolutely just brilliant so i recommend it (laughs) me and brianna were watching it i think we started watching it together and like i was like oh let's watch the show because i had like heard about it but i'd forgotten about it and me and brianna are like yelling at the tv (laughs) so yeah it's it's a pretty um inspiring show and i mean and of course it's like full of like black and um latinx like uh queer trans folks and yeah it's 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 uh it feels like very like at home seeing that much like color and queerness just out there you know Mm -hmm. on the show and and without it being like and here's our one queer person Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) on this show yeah Um, for sure so yeah yeah i feel that i think the thing that also like is one of the most impressive things to me like in this kind of wave of like protesting and Mm -hmm. direct action Mm -hmm. the way that i've seen people like taking ballroom into the streets Mm. is really amazing to me like the um i forget who it was it was some like 
collection of activists mm-hmm. who put together like a remix of which side are you on um okay. and in it they had people da- like they had a dj and they had people dancing and mm-hmm. people were doing like death drops on oh. the like on the pavement oh and like that kind of thing listen death like, drops stress my knees out yeah <laughs> And, like, now you're doing it on the street. The pavement? Like, yeah. How? Yeah. Wow. And we watched it, and, yeah, because like, that's, like, one of the kids' favorite chants, and mm-hmm. so we watched it together. Mm-hmm. Um, and even, they were like, how do they do what? <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I don't know. Because <laughs> it is not, that is not. Yo, um, I mean, the just the height that they be getting. And then they land and they're, and I'm like, and your knee is like, didn't just like leave your body. Your knee wasn't right. just like, oh, well, fuck you. Because right. like, I'd be sitting crisscross applesauce in my office chair and my knee is like, we're not doing that today, honey. Like literally today I was like, oh, can't sit like that. <laughs> so Your body's, oh, your body's still intact. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. And you're just going to get up and you're going to like keep going. Right. Bet, bet, right. bet, bet. Cool, cool. cool. Yeah. Flexing. Okay. <laughs> you got heels on that's great yeah also yes. very right. important in heels okay in- only wear only wear tabas these days <laughs> <laughs> and why would you wear anything else right. <laughs> <laughs> all right so the fur oh mustafa is not here wait they um they just had stepped away to go help a child okay they um may be back soon that's okay so what we'll do is remember um you'll do two mustafa will do two so we'll just go through and then when mustafa comes back we can add add theirs the first category is um where okay um this is where you would want to live yeah Mm -hmm. just like geographically on the map okay um i really think i would I want to continue living in Charlotte and I do think if there were like if my family the closest family members passed away mm-hmm. I might consider something different but I don't think I would I would be able to get them to move mm-hmm. and I think that for me like being I moved back to Charlotte mm-hmm. to be close to the family. Right. Um and so I don't feel like I would leave again until like if unless like that configuration shifted. Okay. Um but then I was like I could see myself like I don't know, maybe I would be a person who like move like resettles in Africa or like okay. <laughs> like resettles in Ghana or something like that. Yeah. Um or a pe- a person who's like I'm going to live like closer to a coast mm-hmm. uh, or like I- I've been really motivated by the people who were like we're gonna buy a hundred acres and make our own new city yes. um, <laughs> and so those things I could be here for okay um, but I-, I think for the time being like I definitely see like a long future being on this land okay so Charlotte and uh Africa? Charlotte and probably probably like probably Ghana. Probably. Okay. Though yeah. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. There's been a lot of people recently I've noticed who are like being drawn like feel drawn to Ghana. 
Is there like is there a particular reason why you're you feel I guess drawn to it? I think it's a place I'm most familiar with. Okay. Um, I think also I because w- I was gonna say, um, where is it? Like learning more about Algeria recently. Oh. Um, and. Yeah, just thinking about, like, the history of that land. Um, but, yeah, I, I think that Ghana is just the place I'm most familiar with. And having friends from Ghana who are, like, connected to, like, people and land mm-hmm. and, like, ritual there mm-hmm. is a thing that also makes me be, like, okay, like, I could figure this place out. Like, I have enough... I am not a person who's like tra- I I don't usually travel to places mm-hmm. unless I like know people there. Okay. Um and that is a place where I know people or know people who like have family there. Okay, that makes uh, sense. So perhaps if I was like more expansive in my relationship building and like network building, I would look at other places. Um but I think that is the place that I feel like most like I personally like relationally connected to. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Where is it? Where is your, your ancestors from? It's a Bique... Oh, Bioko. Bioko Island. Yeah. Yeah. So that's also a place we've talked about, like looking into. And Bioko Island is like, I guess, one of the uh, rainiest places in the world. Mm-hmm. Oh. It's off the western coast of Cameroon. Okay. Um, and. I guess it's the biodiversity there is so so abundant that like oh, university sorry. has a uh, Drexel University has a bio they have like a biodiversity program that oh. they run out of there but also probably colonizers actually probably, probably definitely but yeah yeah um, <laughs> but I was like I was looking at pictures of like of the different wildlife like the the wildlife and like the people mm-hmm. and like this is lit <laughs> yeah um it's uh, on my mother's side of the family, uh, our ancestral homeland. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so I'm very fascinated. I want to. I really want to visit there. Yeah. Um. Really bad. Like. Yeah, I think that's the thing too. I like. I have never. I haven't been able to trace my ancestry past slavery. Mm-hmm. But Mustafa did like a swab test at oh, one yeah. point and was able to like get more details on their ancestry mm-hmm. um <laughs> and so i think for me too that is like create it's like like i feel i think that's also part of the like why stay in charlotte is mm-hmm. like being in the south feels like a place i have relationship with yeah i understand um yeah oh yeah. um uh, same i think there so one of the things i learned when i when i was doing genealogical research on my family is that mm-hmm. both sides of my family converge through South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I don't believe, like I, like there's no, you'd have to sell me on it not being fate. Mm-hmm. Rather, you know what I mean? Like that's like, yeah. that's too, there's too many places that, and then both sides of my family to converge. Yeah. Like, yeah and, not, and not even like, it's my mother and father, right. Who brought it together. Right. So even then it wasn't even like they, and they, and they actually met, in you know in new york mm-hmm. right because that's where they both of them are from so mm-hmm. they converge through south carolina but then 
both both sides went further into New York and then converged. Yeah. Again, you know, you know what I mean? Like they like so like it just you were in the same place here and then also the same migrated place. Up to yeah. The same place and then I'm like that's not that's that's yeah that's there's yeah. too much significance in like yeah that's not, that was an accident. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think being in the south for me also feels like uh, very appropriate. I spent, you know, I'm from I'm from New York, and so I spent a, a good amount of time there. Mm-hmm. I, I, like I don't, I'm not hurry to go back. Um, so I think being here helps me connect to that other that other uh, aspect of my my lineage and yeah. my life. My, my ancestry. Um, I think that there, really I think that there are a lot of black people who, even if they aren't originally like they themselves aren't originally from um, the South, mm-hmm. feel some sort of connection and, and draw to the South. And I think that you know what you said, Mustafa, about like the odds right of like both of your both sides of your family um coming together here and then also coming together in new york i think that that's why a lot of a lot of people do feel some sort of kinship and home you know like even if they aren't necessarily like my family's very southern they're from north and south carolina and so i'm like yeah this place makes sense to me um but um, people who are from just other places in the in the U.S. and still feel and find home here in the South, I think, is really lovely, and it's also very comforting for me um, because, like, the South does and should have um, kind of a terrible reputation of being—I um, don't know about like should have a, a reputation of being like backwards or ass backwards or whatever it's called, but. Um, and like they're like, oh, but there's so much racism down here, and I'm like, okay, well, like you know, if you live in the United States, and there's racism everywhere, so <laughs> it, it's just it's just like a different, it's just like racism with like sweet tea and biscuits, you know, which makes things better. So, right, <laughs> yeah, I like my racism. a better racism. Yeah, yeah, a better. That's someone's like, who's a which president's <laughs> campaign slogan is that? A better racism. <laughs> 2020 <laughs> oh god that hurt my feelings i did that uh, it's joe biden's um right. but yeah yeah racism but my name is joe at least we'll feed you right, um right. <laughs> i will uh, say in, in terms of manifestation i have um like i've heard from people who have said, like, it's just so important for black folks to, like, step foot on the continent of Africa, wherever it may be. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and people who have said, like, I've traveled here and here, and I've, like, gone to all these different places. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so after that, I did look into, um, I felt there's, like, some, like, state-sponsored fellowship program. Oh, okay. Um, and they have one in Zimbabwe. The teaching journalism and mm-hmm. so the more and more like trainings and I'm about to be like a guest faculty for a, a like leadership program hey. with <laughs> with journalists I'm mm-hmm. like okay so if I can build up this CV mm-hmm. and then get this journalism teaching fellowship yeah in Zimbabwe then like 
maybe we'll be there for a little while. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that, I think that would be a cool thing to do to be able to like, especially, especially to like be able to build community and meet people mm-hmm. in a place that I'm not as familiar with. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So I, as every time I like am doing more of the like faculty and guest speaking and training things, I'm like, all right. It's to go to Zimbabwe. <laughs> right, right. Maybe we're going to live in Zimbabwe at some point. <laughs> all right. Um, Mustafa, we, uh, we started the manifestation mash, so we are still in the geographically, where would you like to be? and like I'm like mm, what's a good place to be where like I'm like not necessarily a, uh, <laughs> a dark skin colonizer right like right. I'm like this because like I don't want to you know oh so I get in my head I'm like I, I I'm not trying to <laughs> go was it was it Algeria that's what, maybe that's why I was thinking about Algeria because yeah that's where they the like United States mm-hmm. after slavery uh-huh. started shipping like a bunch of black folks like repatriating black folks to Africa uh-huh. and I think it was in Algeria oh. where they did that yeah. um, but the thing that was really fucked up is that because a lot of the black folks had been born into slavery and socialized yeah. into slavery mm-hmm. when they went back to Algeria they just started like treating indigenous people like shit and and like being the people who were like cleaner and like more like separate um and so yeah we're like definitely don't want to be those people yeah like i I understand how this happened and also like not trying to do that yeah okay is that the other place mustafa algeria algeria no not algeria oh no no, not (laughs) okay So, Africa. <laughs> In general, <yes. laughs> uh, okay. Next up is career slash something you wouldn't mind doing for the rest of your life slash not the rest of your life. Ooh, okay, I got that one. All right, I'm All ready. Right. So, uh, what I'm doing right now is being like artist work, but like full time. I'm not, I'm not doing it full-time yet, and I want to be able to do it full-time, so I can, I, like, do murals and sculptures and, like, installations, installations mm-hmm. like, <laughs> muralations, I think I've created today. Okay. Uh, like, that, it, it is, it is, and I said it earlier, but it, it really is, like, my, like, my, like, church. I feel like I can, I can process all my things. I can, uh, I don't often feel like I have room to fumble um to like to make mistakes and and be any iota of messy 
externally because of this is uh, this is a repercussion for it mm-hmm. and in uh, art as when I'm making my art um, especially when it's art like that is coming from me and not necessarily a commission but like something that's like oh this is a thing that I'm feeling called to make um, I can do that I can be I can be that I can be messy mm-hmm. I can be like oh this thing doesn't work new thing I can just switch right I can, yeah. I, can I can pivot I can make all these decisions um, and I think that is the some of the instances I come close to experiencing what I see in the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, again, like I said, that infinite kind of like, oh, <laughs> I, I'm a universe unto myself. Watch me create. Yeah. Wow. Um, I think I, when I get to, when I when I'm experience when I'm experiencing that um, period, I, I feel like this is like it's like freedom i don't know it's like this is what it's, this is what it means to be like free um mm-hmm. yeah and i think maybe that's what it is like it's like i feel free okay. when i'm doing it uh so yeah i can do that for the rest of my life yo Brilliant. um yeah i would be a poet okay bars you got bars <laughs> okay <laughs> realization recently but i would be a poet okay uh in the interim i'd also be down to run a hardware store co-op wow that's um, very gay <laughs> <laughs> wow maybe i would be a poet in the hardware store and it would be great <laughs> okay so alicia poet and run hardware store <laughs> Let's be professional gay, please. Um, yes. Okay. Um, oh, wow. I definitely did, did the wrong word. Hang on. Hardware. All right. It's called You call it hardware. <laughs> and Mustafa, one more. Do the next one no no musafa's was full-time artist yeah did you have a second one because you each do two for each category oh Mm -hmm. okay oh that's right oh ooh, ooh. okay still got it um i would be doing some sort of like uh research and development i i really like i really like like engineering okay like i really like the idea of like um making things um and like inventing stuff uh that like that <laughs> tangibly benefit everybody okay like, I want, like instead of having one of the things i thought of is like instead of having roads right like we have uh solar panels that are like uh, like a honeycomb design that you can uh, use on roads mm-hmm. that absorb all that that late that energy that just kind of gets bounced up and yeah. reflected back up uh-huh. to the atmosphere, and you can stockpile it. And because they're honeycombs, if one part gets messed up, you just pop out a panel and you uh-huh. pop a new panel in, and you can store that energy for the winter time. So if the, the roads are all icy and stuff, you just hit the warm, you know, turn on. Yeah. You know, you just warm the road up a little bit, right? So just to get the melt the snow, um, and that energy can get used to like you know. To power people's homes and you know i just think there's all this all these ways 
in nature uh, to do things uh, in nature and like in the cosmos. Mm-hmm. And we should be picking up on the cues. So Absolutely. I think like research and development that is like both biomimicry based and also like astromimicry based um, <laughs> would be great. <laughs> Love it. Um, next is home building. What type of structure would you like to live in? Oh, you got this one. More skylights. <laughs> um, and I'm trying to have a lagoon. Oh, okay. So skylights and lagoon. <laughs> yeah, like a grotto. Yeah, I'm trying to have a grotto. I don't know what that is, but it sounds cool. Like you know, like a like you know how huh, like you know how like in the like some houses or yards or spaces i don't know like there's like a little cavey space and like a little pool inside oh Uh, yeah i want that too yeah (laughs) (laughs) that sounds great i think i called it a water cave but uh (laughs) yeah i mean there's water and it's a cave and like really like really nice lights around that would be really cute oh my god i would spend a lot of time there that's a good idea yeah Okay. Yep. Mustafa? Ooh. Um, I don't know. That, see, that, for me, it's like, it's hard. I don't know. I I guess I would like a room for us. Like, a, I, would, I would like a movie room. Okay. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I, I like, it's really boring. No, like, that's I, great. I like, I like when we all watch like movies together, like the whole family, <laughs> and like I just it would be nice to do that in like in a movie room. Yeah, like a like cinematic, like yeah, you know, yes. just, like that kind of thing. I love you know, it. Like the person sitting in the chair, the sound is like yes. that whole thing. Okay. But, uh, yeah. What's your second one? Uh, my second one. Oh, mm. uh, let's see, I need to go bigger, right? Uh, <laughs> or smaller? Or smaller? And high. I don't know. I can't. Ah, come on, think of a thing. I mean, I also, I mean, I was also here for Grotto. I just, you, you, you try to build it at the wrong time. It's not, not gonna put the. I'm just ready for it. Yeah, but I, I am here. I am. I'm also here for the Grotto. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. How do you spell that? G R O T T O. Oh, I was definitely going to get that wrong. So glad you spelled that. There was, <laughs> there was like an A and a U in there. Um, <laughs> I get that mixed up with O's. Anyways, Lex, next one is Legacy. Um, I want to leave a legacy of... Of curiosity and curiosity, imagination, and adaptation. Okay, wow. Let me spell all that. (laughs) (laughs) Curiosity, imagination, and adaptation? Mm hmm. Okay. 
glad y'all can't see my handwriting. <laughs> so bad. I'm sure it's delightful. It's not. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> terrible in writing um all right curiosity imagination and adaptation um i would be cool continuing the like legacy of my ancestors which has been um stewardship and birthing birthing slash creation i guess okay all right I am also into my ancestors who were hoes. Hey, ho shit. (laughs) Ancestral ho shit, if you will. I, yeah, I really appreciate my um, scammy, hoey ancestors. (laughs) They're so good, and I'm so mad I only learned about their stories later in life. (laughs) Same. I, too, only learned about my uh generational hold'em uh, <laughs> via like like late in the game i'm like oh wait this is this is this is why i'm like this <laughs> i feel okay. i feel like when old people like when my, i remember when my mama was like man i wish i would have known about all this like oppression earlier like i wish i had this language mm-hmm. and that i felt like that way with like ancestral hoeing i'm like <laughs> i wish i would have known this when i was yeah younger. <laughs> yeah that's a thing I like uh, my partner and I like my partner and I are, are polyamorous and uh, like talk about of just like I wish we had we I wish we knew the language and I wish we knew that there was an option. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, because even before I like recognize queerness in myself, even before I recognize like just polyamory, like I was always very stressed about the thought of like there's one person allowed in your life and it has to be a man. And I was like, neither of one, neither of those sounds like the thing for me. (laughs) And so like, you know, and, and I was trying to kind of be in relationships where that just didn't really fit us. Um, (laughs) for whatever reason, you know, maybe we were with a partner who was monogamous and, you know, struggled kind of with, not being out in the streets like you know and so I think yeah definitely I wish you know we had known earlier in our lives I feel like I would have just wasted less time and yeah gotten really to it then just gotten straight to being a hoe like right we all know why we're here right 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 great so yeah all right ancestral hoeship and I think Mustafa one more for you. Oh, one more for me. Um, um man, I'm I'm gonna roll the ancestral hostship into into um art. I really I re- yeah it like it's a it's especially I think more so because of like I'm doing this mural residency, so it's like it's like at the very forefront of my mind. Okay. But like I think about like how like art like art can like when i look at like like a basquiat piece right that's like it's like art and also like an artifact and like i like the idea of like creating um artifacts right as like kind of like crystallized like knowings that came from like 
you know, that, that came from me and now can like conserve someone else, you know, right. and okay. help some, they, can, they can help someone else get through or see themselves. Um, yeah, I, th- I think that also, uh, art is legacy. Yeah. Okay. Artifact, that's the word I was trying to remember. All right, so now y'all pick a number between one and 13. Nice. Okay, one number. Oh, <laughs> oh we have collectively decided on those. Okay. okay. Yes. Sure. Because you said six, I said nine. So you just want to reduce? So like three. Okay, yeah. sure. Okay, three? Yeah. Cool, cool. All right. And now, so what's going to happen is I'm going to count like one two three and then every three i'm going to cross off and so it's okay. like a process of elimination basically mm. just crossed off south <laughs> crossed off lagoon full-time artist but okay i always say this just because I'm crossing it off doesn't mean that it's not something that's going to happen in your life, you know, because it's also a game, but it also is manifestation. So <laughs> <laughs> just crossed off engineering. OK, engineering beneficial uh, things with nature. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You used a word I did not know. So that's what this means. <laughs> that's what this means. <laughs> Ancestral hoship. Ghana. Uh, media room. Run hardware store. No. Okay, so for career we have poet. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Artist artifact. Skylights. So for home building, we have, is it pronounced grotto? Grotto? Okay. Grotto. Grotto. Okay. I have a grotto and be poet. That sounds lit. Okay. Yeah. And Charlotte. Okay. Okay. So for where we have Africa, the whole continent. Okay. Um, <laughs> home building. My open <laughs> <laughs> um, I was. On Fridays, I read um, kids' books to, to kids, um, and they're like BIPOC-centered. Um, and this one book that I'm reading for um, the, the kids tomorrow is um, about like, it's like count your way through Africa. And so each, they count one to 10 and each number they teach you how to say it in like Swahili. And then it's just like, you know, one is, the continent of Africa, one continent of Africa. We're all united. Da, 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 da. It's, and, it, and it tells you the information. And um, I, it has like 56, 58 countries in that bitch. It's a fucking huge yeah. continent. So, yeah. um, and I, I love that. I love like the variation because I also think that people look at Africa, the continent as a monolith. And it's Word. just Word. definitely not. Word. All right. Are you ready? 
I'll ever be. <laughs> Here we go. Okay. You will live maybe not in a grotto, but you will have a grotto. Okay. Um, in your home in Africa. <laughs> um, being a poet. Um, and your legacy will be um, stewardship um, and birthing and... I think that's supposed to say creativity. That's great. That's great. Wait for it. That's a, that's a great shit. Yeah, I'm saying, that works for me. Yeah. Imagine like writing poems on like a little rock in the grotto. Yeah. yeah. It sounds lit. It does. Right? Yeah. So congrats like, on yeah, your life. I birthed that shit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't write that. I did. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my grotto. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. All of it. I'm here for it. Fantastic. So, um, the next part is for listener letters slash um, advice. If you have any advice to give, yeah. If you shake your hands twelve times, you only have to use one paper towel. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> That's my advice. But I've got it. <laughs> Yay, you gotta shake them 12 times. That's how you make sure you don't need two paper towels. Better for the earth. Because I do be using two paper towels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, let's see. What do I, what do I still have? I have. Um, trying to blank. Uh, okay. Food. Um, you can use, uh, honey to tenderize meat because uh, inside honey there is a enzyme called protease mm-hmm. and protease breaks, breaks down protein shut mm-hmm. up so uh yeah you can use it to t- t- uh, tenderize your meat and make it uh make it softer and juicier mm-hmm. wow that's pretty i don't eat meat but that's pretty cool like all different meats or or is there like one that it's better on i mean i guess well, yeah, well, not not even just uh, meats. If it's like if it's a protein based thing, like mm-hmm. if you if you, like next time if you ever eat yogurt, put some honey in there and then watch how smooth it, the the yogurt gets. Oh my god! Because there's so much, there's a, there's a crap ton of protein in the yogurt, and the honey just breaks it all down, so it gets it gets really loosey goosey. Oh shit! Look at you, scientist. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, when you said that, it reminded me. My, I feel like my advice should be like the best, one of the best coffee drinks to drink is cold brew, pineapple haritos, and jalapeno agave syrup. So if there's one thing about Mustafa is that <laughs> <laughs> they're going to be whipping up a beverage. A beverage. A beverage. <laughs> okay. Like the shit that Mustafa would be like, okay, and then I did this, and I'm like, nigga, what? <laughs> you can do that? Yes. I spent how many years in like the coffee industry, and you over here like <laughs> doing the thing? So yeah, uh, when it comes to beverages, I trust you. <laughs> yes, I remember one time I came over, and you're like, oh yeah, here's some horchata that I made, and I'm like, oh, horchata so much. And horchata and cold brew. If cold brew didn't like fuck me all the way up, but yeah, (laughs) that's real. This quarantine has also really like helped with the um, cold brew cocktailing. Oh yeah, yes. 
lots of that we've done. Well, yeah, that's fun. Big fan of like cold brew and like whiskey. Oh is, yeah. Like, uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's, especially when it's like when it's got that uh, those kind of like uh, peaty and like smoke like smoky undertones. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, that's you're just it's just everything I need. Um, like a nice, really like strong, robust, but also mellow at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Also here for um, the East African cold brew with the St. Germain's. Oh, yeah. Super great. Oof, okay. look at y'all. <laughs> you told me that cam- the Cameroon one? Nice. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The oh, Cameroon yeah. one probably would be really good with the St. Germain's. Listen. Yeah. Are, yeah. 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 Yeah, someone told me that. That's, 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 that's the advice and the promotion. Yeah. I'm going to start buying it. Right. <laughs> but the thing is, like, I'll be like, oh, man, like, my friends, like, create, like, such amazing, like, foods and... Uh, edibles and like I'm like I want to support also they're delicious but I'm also a fucking lightweight when it comes to like so many things <laughs> and so it's like I've had three sips of coffee and I'm like I'm done for the day like I'll feel like trash okay like just hot trash or like I'll take like a very tiny nibble of like a treat and be like all right well I'm entirely useless right now, you know, (laughs) can't hold a conversation, can't do shit, you know, but I'm like, give me five of them cookies. Like, who's going to eat all these cookies? You know, (laughs) it's just me. I want to support you. And it's so delicious. But also, like, I can literally eat like a nibble at a time. So why the fuck do I keep buying? I just like at one point I had like a bag of cookies and like this other like graham cracker, Nutella treat, and then also some like leftover infused like savory sauces. And I was like, what am I gonna do? Like, I can't. What, I'm, I'm gonna eat all this? Yeah, like, I don't have enough time. Like, I have yeah. to get up and go to work, you know? Sure. So, you yeah. Just, you should just wait till the weekend and, you know, just. Just, you know, take a ride to the other side of the cosmos. Yo, for real though. That, but you know, that is actually part of like my self-care actually. (laughs) It's very much like, like I'll like smoke around people, but like, I'm not going to like eat something, like eat something and be like, yeah, let's hang out. Unless like, it's like one person and we're just going to sit on the couch and like look at each other and just laugh in in each other's faces. (laughs) That's usually what ends up happening. And then I somehow like incorporate like titties. That's uh, like... (laughs) It's yeah. embarrassing how often I bring no. them up. I mean, but I don't I don't know if this comes out of your um, edible moments, but you do post the best titty content on the internet. Because I love them so, so much. Cosine. Cosine. Such great titty content. I love a titty. <laughs> yeah. I, you're, you're a curator. You're, yeah. you're a curator. Thank you. Like. I search far and wide for all the best titty pictures, but to be perfectly honest, never met a titty I didn't like, so I want to thank the titties for all their hard work. And I want to thank you for bringing more titties into my life. I really do post, like, some of the gayest shit on, like, my Instagram, like, just so, like, I'm like, Claire. It's great. And I'm like, I'm thinking like, your baby. Scary. Just lean into it. 
like my baby brother who's 17 follows my Instagram. Yes. Yes. And I'm like, whatever. He probably likes titties too, you know. <laughs> and it's not like he doesn't know that I'm like just very gay. So it's, just, it's fine. But it's just so funny because I'm like, he's a minor. <laughs> And I'm just like posting like pretty much naked people sometimes. And I'm just like, mm, it's great whatever. Right. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, all right. Um, so. I, I was going to say, I, I, I appreciate like, you know, edible and like, I don't know, I watch like Chef's Table. Like, I really, that's like, that's a great thing. Also, they just released a season on like, smoking and like barbecue and that's like my whole shit okay like i love like i I have a smoker i love smoking Uh like salmon and like vegetables and like that's that's my shit like hey i think i want to learn how to to smoke things because i don't Mm -hmm. i don't really know how leah please it's great um i uh i like to watch magic school bus Mm. but i get really stressed out (laughs) Because I'm like the kids are they ever <laughs> are they ever gonna be big again? Oh my god! <laughs> when you watch the Magic School Bus, are you did you or when you watch it now and when you watch it as a kid, were you like I wanted to be one of the kids or did you want to be Miss Frizzle? Ooh, I wanted to date Keisha. Yeah, I didn't I don't I didn't recognize that as a kid. I just thought that she was like the cool, super smart, beautiful with nice hair, um black girl that I wanted to be friends with, but in retrospect, I had a crush on Keisha. Um and also I think Wanda, is it Wanda? I think she's like the Asian girl. Yes. Uh yeah, into Wanda too. Um But yeah, no, I think I wanted to like be one of the wanted to be one of the kids definitely and I thought and I probably had a crush on Miss Frizzle too because I thought that she was just like super badass and I liked her teaching style (laughs) (laughs) of taking the children and shrinking their molecule molecular bodies and like you know throwing them down like an esophagus (laughs) you know know, as it goes yeah as one learns But yeah, so I was definitely. The learners to go there, all right? Yeah. Let's go. Let's go to the sun. But yeah, I love it. I do love that. um, So there's a new magic school bus. It's like called Mm -hmm. like, it's called like yeah, yeah, and like both like so Miss Frizzle, right? The original Miss Frizzle, and then the new Miss Frizzle. They're both played by like lesbians, and I'm like, see, Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm. Like Kate McKinnon plays the new one and does a pretty good job. Like has a similar voice. She's like Miss Frizzle's like niece or some shit like that. Or sister, her little sister. Or her little sister. Yeah. Yeah. So I I enjoy watching that show, but sometimes I get really stressed out because I'm like, the kids, are they going to be okay? Like I remember one time I was like watching and I think I ended up calling my partner and I was just like, babe. (laughs) the kids and they're like okay but it's a kid show and you've seen this episode (laughs) and I was like I know but I'm just really worried (laughs) so ridiculous I'm definitely an Arnold um, of the group (laughs) but yeah so um, now is the time for promotions if you have anything that you want to promote any whatever or you know if not it's fine too well, if the 
universe doesn't come and the creek doesn't rise <laughs> on, uh, by after September 24th, if you go to the website, mediareparations.org, mm-hmm. um, you will see a, a, a project that I'm launching called Media 2070. Um, and we're launching it with the release of an essay documenting like the ways that media institutions and journalism have perpetuated and created anti-blackness historically, mm-hmm. but also with a call to dream new futures and to dream a new media ecosystem of 2070. Um, and like two or three years ago, I remember being in a meeting and being like, I'm never going to write something. And now this essay is a little over 27,000 words. Yes. Um, is the size of like a short book. I think yeah. longer than like longer than some of the books James Baldwin wrote, but like shorter than some of the books Mark Lamont Hill wrote. Like, it's <laughs> amazing. Um, so yeah, I'm co- co-authoring this thing called Media 2070 and launching it with some friends. Um, and I'm really excited about that because yeah. I I'm just really excited about it being in the world mm-hmm. after like trying to birth it yeah um i feel that and also got to write the incantation for it so oh, shut up um, yeah i got to like practice some of my future as a poet um <laughs> by writing the incantation for your guado this, uh, essay so yeah will, you, will so, you say the website again please yeah it's mediareparations.org if you go there right now it just is like a locked wordpress thing okay because it is locked and not ready. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but after September 24th, it will be alive and beautiful. Fantastic. Yeah. That's my, that's my biggest, biggest um, birthing happening right now. Congratulations on that. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Do I have any Oh, actually, um, uh, I will... Me and the other folks in my in, in the mural residency I'm a part of will mm-hmm. be doing uh, uh, we had put be putting up a mural soon. Um, I don't I can't remember if I'm like allowed to like give details, so I'm not. Oh, okay. I was about to ask so many questions too, but okay. Um, it's gonna be lit. Yeah. Follow the meta residency. So, yeah, I'm say or brand the moth. Yeah. Okay. Then at some, or follow you. Yeah, you can you follow me. And not Mufasa. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> Come through. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then you can follow this work and learn more about the mural creation. <laughs> Will you repeat that um, Instagram handle? It's uh, not Mufasa. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Or so you can follow me on there or, uh, or brand, brand the moth. Or uh, uh, I don't know if the meta I don't know if meta oh, has one, um, but yeah, brand the moth is uh, mm-hmm. the uh, the organization. Okay, uh, that's running the residency. So stay tuned. Just keep it keep an eye out. Awesome. Yeah. Anything else? No. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, congratulations on both of those pretty big things. I'm excited that you're gonna have some of your writing out there. I'm excited that um, you're going to have some of your um, visual art out there. 
Um, so I'll definitely, you know, post links and information um, for that because I want people to be able to check it out. Um, thank you all so much for um, doing this. This is so much fun. Um, I, I need to be better about the, the this promotion. So uh, we have an Instagram. <laughs> Um, it is Namashe Podcast, N-A-M-A-S-E uh podcast. Um, that's on Instagram. And then um we have a WordPress. There's exactly one um thing that I've written specifically for the podcast. There's other stuff on there too, but and that's Namashe Podcast um dot wordpress.com. And um oh we have an email. So if you do have like a listener letter or if you want to be on the podcast, then, um, email me. This is the only time I ever tell anyone to email me, um, at namashe podcast at gmail.com. That's N A M A S E podcast at gmail.com. Um, thank y'all so much, Alicia and Mustafa for being, um, on this podcast and for sharing about yourselves and for sharing about your parenting and, um, the work that you do in the community and that's it y'all. So, um, Ashe and namaste. Have a good one.